Blog Talk Radio. Today I want to talk to you from the subject, Get Your Butt Out of the Way. The word as I use it in this subject has only one key, but two keys could also be applicable. I talk to people in all kinds of situations, in all kinds of places, and they give me all kinds of stories. Very often people say to me, Reverend Ike, I want to be such and such a thing, but... Reverend Ike, I would like to have such and such a thing, but... Oh, Reverend Ike, how I would like to do such and such a thing, but... So finally one day as somebody was telling me all of these different buts, I just finally blurted out and I said, look, you know, you could be what you want to be, do what you want to do, and have what you want to have if you would just get your butt out of the way. I want you to make some notes and I want you to start a project with yourself. I want you to look out for every time you use the word butt. And you'll find out in many cases, that the only thing that stands between you and what you want is a big butt. And you'll discover it's your butt. <laughs> and I have quoted the prophet to you time and time again. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. And keep the door of my lips. Let's quote that scripture together again. Come on. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth and keep the door of my lips. You're going to hear me quoting over and over again ad nauseum for a while. What you say, S-A-Y, is what you get. The word is so important. So many people misunderstand what the Word of God is. The theologians don't have the slightest idea what the Word of God is. So let me tell you again what the Word of God is. What you say about yourself is the Word of God to you. Now, it may take you a few minutes to digest that a little. I want to repeat it again, and I want to put it in the first person. What I say about myself is the word of God to me. Together, what I say about myself is the word of God to me. If I say I am poor, that is my word, and that becomes the word of God to me. That becomes the word which determines my experience. That becomes the word which determines my expression. If I say I can't get anywhere, if I say I cannot succeed, if I say I cannot prosper, if I say I can't get a hold of any money, if I say I can't hold any money, if I say nothing works for me, if I say that I'm born to lose, then that is my word and that becomes the word of God to me. And you're never going to get any further in life than the Word of God.
meaning your word about yourself. The theologians tell us, for example, about that wonderful scripture that it's some big God sitting up in the sky. The scripture that says, My word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing where unto I send it. We've been taught that that's some big God speaking from the sky. That is not true. This is the truth of the word of every man. The words that go forth out of your mouth, they're not going to come back to you void. They're going to accomplish something. There is creation in your every word. There is creative power in your every word. And I'm going to put that in the first person and have you affirm it with me. There is creative power in my every word. Together, there is creative power in my every word. You see, the infinite has given it to you, the individual, to speak your word of creation. And each person creates his own world by his own word. In the book of Genesis, the first chapter, we are told that God spoke the world into existence. And so do you every day, every time you open your big mouth, you speak your world into existence. And every time you say, I would like to be, I would like to do, I would like to have, but, you put a but in your way. Now don't think again, and I want to pry you loose from this misconception. Don't you think for a moment that there's some word of God spoken from heaven to you that determines your experience? Not so. The word of God that is spoken by you in your own heart becomes the word of God to you and controls your experience. So if in your heart, if you want to be delivered from any situation, you believe in your heart and feel it in your heart and see it in your heart and say it and confess it, you'll be saved from negative conditions. But notice this, the word is near thee and it's even in your mouth. All you've got to do is to believe it and say it. Now, there are different kinds of buts that people put in their way. And I'm going to find out right now, or rather let you find out individually, what kind of buts you've put in your way. Some people say, Reverend Ike, I'd like to be, to do, and to have such and such a thing, but I don't have any money. This I'll call the no money but. And I'll ask you, and let you examine your heart. Do you ever put the no money but in your way? Let, let's do some confessing here. I do believe in confession, you know. You see, but we confess and forsake. Not enough to say, yeah, I did it and keep on doing it. But here again, that wonderful book of psychology, the Bible says, if you confess and forsake your sin, you'll have mercy. If you release that error out of your heart, if you release that error out of your mind, if you stop practicing negative thinking in your mind, you'll have mercy, you'll have help. So let's talk about this no money but. Stop and think for a moment, and I thought about this this morning in my meditation. Most of the great fortunes, most of the great industries, most of the great institutions in the entire world started with no money. The great fortunes possessed by the great multimillionaires in America today, if you go back to the beginning of that family fortune, 
you will find out that most of those fortunes started with what? No money. Everywhere you see great success and great riches, it is not difficult to trace it and find that it started with no money. But what did it start with? An idea. Everybody say, idea. idea. Nothing except an idea. But here is the great mystic and actual secret. You see, everything begins with an idea. If you have an idea, you're rich. If you can accept the idea of being wealthy, that in itself will bring you and lead you into the mechanics of becoming wealthy. I can be very personal about this and go right back to the press conference in Detroit when a German newspaper reporter asked me the question, well, Reverend Ike, what can you say to the people who are unemployed? How can your philosophy be practically applied in their case? I said, well, I'm a good example of that. I started this multi-million dollar ministry with $200 that I saved up from unemployment compensation back in 1959. I started it with an idea. Let everybody say idea. Start it again. And as long as you have an idea, don't say I don't have anything. If you have an idea, you have everything. Because to tell you the truth, every idea has its own mechanics built into it. Please write that down. An idea never comes to you without the mechanics, without the modus operandi. Now, the intellect cannot see the modus operandi. The intellect may not be able to see the mechanics. But every idea has its own mechanics built into it. But you have to believe in that idea. You have to learn how to feel that idea. Don't think for a moment that Henry Ford started out as a wealthy man. He didn't. Henry Ford became a billionaire. Not a millionaire, but a billionaire. And by the way, anytime anybody says to you, Reverend Ike is a millionaire, correct them. Millionaires are so common, and you know I'm not common, I am. <laughs> and what did Henry Ford start with? Henry Ford started with an idea. What was that idea? Transportation. Horseless carriage. And because he believed in this idea, this idea led him to take all of the different mechanical steps to develop the idea of an automobile. It was over his wife's kitchen sink that he held a little contraption that was to become an automobile engine and had his wife to drip gas into it drop by drop at one stage. And then he got a dentist to make the first spark plug to regulate fuel injection. An idea. The power of an idea is unlimited. Say that with me. The power of an idea is unlimited. And often people say to me, Reverend Ike, you tell people to think positive, but how practical is that? I'm telling you now that believing in an idea is practical because the idea will lead you step by step to take 
the right action. It will bring you together with all of the right people for every right purpose. Now, perhaps very few people know in the automotive world today that it was a dentist that made the first spark plug. didn't look like the AC spark plugs that we have today and the other sophisticated spark plugs, but the first idea, manifestation of a spark plug made by a dentist through the idea of an automobile working in the mind of Henry Ford and became a billionaire. And you know, so many people tried to dissuade Henry Ford. Give up that damn fool idea. Preachers preached against it. Call the automobile as Henry Ford would drive about the streets around Detroit. Called it the devil's horse. That's why I tell you, don't you pay one damn bit of attention to these preachers. They're always the last to catch on to any damn thing. And then, after it gets going, in spite of their preaching and their damnation, then they want to get on it. Now, all the preachers have devil horses, you see. <laughs> the mind that does not understand the processes of creation always criticizes the creative-minded person. This is why, again, the Master Jesus said on one occasion, Cast not your pearls before swine. That's why you don't go and try to blabber out everything I tell you here to somebody who does not understand it. And when he said, cast not your pearls before swine, he wasn't talking about people. He was talking about those low states of consciousness which do not appreciate creative ideas. See, everybody is not yet in the state of consciousness to appreciate creative ideas. Everybody is not at the state of consciousness yet to get their pie now. Some of them would rather wait for it. <laughs> and this upstart Reverend Ike comes along and tells them, look, you can have it now. That's too much for them. They've been so busy going through hell trying to get to heaven. Don't tell me that I don't have to do that. My mother did it, my father did it, my auntie did it, my uncle did it, and it's good enough for me. <laughs> so don't bother them. You just go on and let your light so shine. And after a while, they'll come inching around and they'll ask you. Oh, I find it so amusing sometimes, and you're really going to find out Within the next 12 months, you're really going to find out how much this mind power teaching has really spread. And some people are saying it even outwardly. They're admitting it. The world of business and the industry is so full of so many multi-million and multi-billion dollar affairs which have started with no money that you cannot any longer use the no money button. The question is, can you let an idea reveal itself to you? Just open your hands and your heart and say, Lord, reveal a money-making idea to me. Come on. Lord, reveal a money-making idea to me. God in me, reveal a money-making idea to me. Come on. God in me. Reveal a money-making idea to me. 
And if you open yourself to it, it will open itself to you. Whatever you open yourself to, it will open itself to you. So stop using that I would like to, but I don't have any money. There's another but that people put in their way. They say to me, Reverend Ike, I would like to be, I would like to do, I would like to have, but what would people say? And forgive me for being so rough, but damn what people say. Damn what people think. It's what you think and what you say that determines your life. That's the trouble with so many people, why they're so frustrated in life now. Too many of you, you've been living your life by other people's thoughts. It's time for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Peace, everyone. Peace, everyone. Can you guys hear us out there? Let us know if y'all can hear us. Trying to figure out going on. Steve, can you hear us? Please type in the chat. Can y'all hear us out there? Testing. Can't hear. Okay. Can you hear us? Can't hear anything. You can't hear anything. It's not going. It's ended. The fifteen minutes gone. Okay. That thing. Yeah. It's like nothing. Like it's like we. Oh, we made it. 